Okay, so today I'm gonna be talking about the Sony XC1 Compact, and this is gonna be my review. Hope you enjoy. What's up boys and girls, my name is Ben Jemfiel, hope you're having a smashing day. If this is your first time to the channel, forget to hit that like button and subscribe. For the rest of you, thank you for joining me once again. So, uh, I made a video um, a couple of weeks ago uh, that it was all about, you know, the top features of the XC Compact and why I got it. You know, being a, an iPhone user, I still felt that this thing is mind-blowing even though it's very old i mean it's not very old it's not ancient or anything but it's it's definitely uh, a couple of years old so i wanted to test it out play with it fiddle with it and i really like that the fact that it was very small so that's why i got the compact size and i think that the biggest feature about it that i was mostly interested about is that i read an article uh that basically said that once this gets an update on the android side of things this bad boy will be able to shoot in 1080p in 960 frames per second which is better than the latest samsung devices which is better than any flagship device on the market which made me really interested because basically this thing takes the best slow motion on the market i mean aside from newer sony models so uh, first of all before i get into it i really wanted to talk about the fact that this review it's not the kind of a review when i do these you know b-rolls and show you qu quick clips of stuff you know you know slow pannings of my smartphone and samples stuff like that this is going to be like a uh, just my personal thoughts what I felt about it, I, I've written down some points about what I liked, what I didn't like about it, and that's what this review is going to be all about. And for people who are just interested in, like, you know, watching a really long commercial of this smartphone, this is not the video for you. I'm sorry, but this is the way I do my videos. Some people might say they're, they're very boring, but that's the way I do things. So let's just jump right into it. So, design wise, uh, I really enjoy the sleekness of it. I like it that it's it's sort of like, you know, it doesn't have any bumps. There is no camera bump. It's it's very streamlined, and I really like that. I, I really, really do. But uh, the one thing that I don't like is, unfortunately, it, it's not that comfortable to hold in your hands because of these rough edges. Uh, like, if, if that's going to be problem for you then you could get the xz2 compact which has rounded edges and that's not going to be a problem or if you just put on a skin on this thing or a, a case like that it's not going to be a problem i think um but for me personally i've been using it without a case for these last couple of weeks and i i have to say like it hasn't been enjoyable to hold it because they feel kind of rough on your hands compared to the rounded edges on my iphone you know so uh definitely something that i picked up on something i just didn't like but again if i was gonna switch over to use nothing but this i would just get a case and you know not a problem um 
build quality like this is plastic but seriously it like feels really solid there is no fingerprints on it like it doesn't you know it's not a fingerprint magnet like these glass backs on the iphones or the galaxy s's or whatnot so it doesn't have wireless charging but i'll be honest like i'm not a huge fan of wireless charging i mean i've tested it recently actually uh, a company sent me uh, a fast charge and I tested it and I played with it and it was was good. It was fast. I was surprised actually, but um, it, it doesn't win me over in terms of like the idea that I have to have a glass back. I don't like the idea of a glass back. It's nice. It feels good, but it, it it's not very durable to have basically have glass on all sides. So I'm kind of, I kind of like the fact that this one has no glass back. I really like that. So Design-wise, build quality, I really like it, but again, these rough edges, like, they're, they're a bit of a problem. So, um, let's talk about the screen. Now, this is, this is not some OLED 2.5K display, definitely not. It's 720p. Uh, but I gotta be honest, like uh, switching between this one and this one, I haven't actually noticed any, any hiccups. Like, my eyes haven't been like, oh, I see pixels. Like, I don't see pixels on a 720p display this small. I know that there are people who can, like, look at a display on a smartphone and go, like, yeah, I can definitely tell it's 720p. Um, if you're looking for it, obviously, you will see that it's 720p. But uh, other than that, like, everything looks great on this screen. I don't think it's a big thing. And also, I think it saves energy and performance if the, dis if the display isn't, you know, that high res. So um, I, d I don't have any problems with it. The only thing that really bothers me, and I think this is more of a software thing, and I think this is perhaps something that is seen on all Android devices. You can let me know in the comments section if this is true, because I don't have that much experience with Android devices. Um, it's when I look at my photo albums and I scroll through my pictures, it like feels like at first you get like a low res picture and then you like wait for a whole second and then the full res, um, picture is shown and it bothers me a little bit you know i like scrolling through pictures quite fast and i go like oh that's a bad picture and then a second later like oh it's actually good and on the iphone there is like a micro 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 second of delay between the low res picture and the high res picture but um this one is a bit too slow but again i have a sneaky suspicion that this is an android issue it's not so much of an uh, sony xc1 issue but again let me know in the comment section below uh how it is if you have more experience with android devices than i do um let's see what else okay so the screen like i like the screen it looks good in daylight sunlight indoors it's bright you can adjust it I, like no complaints about the screen whatsoever again like it was really it's really good i like it um it's 4.6 inches and it's a kind of tiny compared to you know 5.5 but um I, I i could definitely go for this and the bezels are very small bottom and top like uh, it's still a lot better than having an ugly notch or a, a, like a little hole like in the Galaxy S10. I just don't get who would want that, but that's just me personally. Okay, so uh, the performance on this thing. Um, again, everything is software. I'm going to go with Chris Pearl on this one. Like everything is software. If you have the right software, it doesn't really matter how fast the CPU is. Now, this is just a Snapdragon 835, I think. 
and it's I think it's snappy. I I haven't noticed any hiccups. I've used like you know regular social media apps, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, and my my experience has been on the Android side of things pretty good. Um, it's not as fluid and smooth as iPhone, but again, I think this is more of a software thing. Um, but I mean, performance-wise, um, comparing this to other Android devices, which again, I'm saying I'm not, I, I'm not that experienced when, with Android devices, I'd say this felt pretty snappy and fast compared to my iPhone. I, I felt it was pretty good. Uh, no complaints considering it's so old and everything. So I really like that. Okay, and now for the best part, the camera. This is this is the favorite part. This is the main reason why I got it. So let's start off with the back camera. Now it shoots in 4K, takes pictures in 90 megapixels. So as far as picture quality goes, I gotta say it it it's not bad, but it's definitely not as good as as my iPhone. I'm sorry, like that's you can do comparison shots and videos and people have different opinions. It's not so I can't really put my finger on what it is. It just feels like the pictures that I take with this phone, they sort of feel bleak, you know, they're full of detail because it's 90 megapixels and low light shots are pretty okay, I guess. I mean, I, I to be honest, like I, I, I don't think any smartphone takes good low light pictures and those that take better pictures it's more like a software thing. I mean, there is a technical boundary here and that's like the sensor is like really tiny. So um, picture wise, I wouldn't say this is the best smartphone I've ever tested, unfortunately. It's not bad, really. Like I think for most people, I think it's quite adequate. It, I could definitely live with this camera, don't get me wrong, because I, I'm just saying that pictures look a little lifeless, but you could definitely uh, make the colors pop a bit more, so no problems there. Um, now, this is a really pleasant surprise. Recording in 4K, this is the first time that I've seen an Android device that shoots 4K, no limits, no 20 minute limit or anything like that. I could shoot like for 30 minutes and then I was like, okay, this thing is definitely approved as far as my standard goes because for years I've been complaining that my iPhones can record unlimited 4K and Android devices just can't do it. They have a limit or they have that damn four gigabyte boundary. And this one actually saves bigger files than four gigabytes. I think that the biggest file I've made was like 10 gigabytes or something. So definitely approved in my standard. Now, uh, there is also a bit of a, it's an electronical stabilization system on this thing. I don't think it's optical. No, it's definitely not optical, but it's, it's very, very good. And especially if you turn off the 4K and just shoot 1080p, the stabilization of this thing is actually brutally good. It's almost as good as my GoPro, which is hands down the best uh, video recording stabilization I've ever seen. And this is not as good, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's kind of wobbly. Like if you see samples, it is very wobbly. If you'd like me to make a, a, a video where I just show you a lot of samples, just let me know in the comment section below and I'll do one of those. Um, but I just gotta say like, um, the stabilization is really good, especially if you're vlogging. And this works even for the selfie camera. And speaking of the selfie camera, 
it's you can switch between wide angle and regular angle and i think that's like a just a crop in thing it, it probably is a wide angle lens you can sort of see that the lens is kind of big up here so i i think this is a wide angle lens and then they just crop it when you have a regular size but what's really cool is that it shoots in 1080p which i know if you compare it to like the s10 the s10 shoots in 4k on the front facing camera but i actually happen to think that the 1080p wide angle recording it's pretty damn good i like it and it's wide and it's excellent for vlogging really excellent and also i gotta mention that the recording audio quality is actually pretty good i'd even say it's even better than my iphone 8 plus which was a bit of a shocker actually considering this one is older but again the, you gotta keep in mind that this is this is made by sony sony knows their stuff you know they develop a lot of sensors for other brands and stuff like that so they're de they definitely know what they're doing um moving along um so the camera has this really cool feature called uh 3d scanner and you can scan faces and objects and then you can just send it away to like a 3d printing company and they will um basically send you um yeah i mean you could basically make a toy model of your face or, or your cat or something and the image quality i mean it's it's remarkable the technology that you have in this thing that you can uh, take a 3d picture of something and you can do really fun stuff with it and i'm uh, i was like seriously shocked how good it looked i was very surprised and i haven't sent it to a printer yet but i definitely will it's a fabulous picture processing device and also there is this thing where you can just send the 3d model to sony and they'll like improve it and then you get it back like after 15 minutes and it looks a lot better so it's not just a gimmick i mean technically it is a gimmick but it feels like a really cool gimmick and i'm really happy it is there like really nice what else okay so it's got these two speakers one on the bottom one on the front and it's stereo and i really like the loudness of it it's very clear very nice on the speakers um and as i mentioned before in the past video i did not this the price is really really cool um oh damn it i forgot to mention the slow motion on the camera part so i mean it doesn't really matter because the slow motion part is so so important and so big that you can basically say that this is this is on its own uh, as much as an improvement as anything else so when i got this thing it did not have the latest android version and i had to wait for the update but i knew that when i would get the update i would be able to shoot in um 1080p slow motion not 720p but 1080p 960 frames per second and i got the update but up until that moment i was in my head i was thinking like oh it's probably just uh you know upscaling or something like that but you know what no you can you can do both 720p and 1080p and you can compare the shots and let me tell you it's really 1080p and it's not a gimmick it really is not upscaled or softening it's 960 fps i've made uh, videos of rain snow snowboarders it looks really cool and um again as i mentioned if you want me to make like a, a a montage of slow motion vids just let me know in the comment section i'll definitely do that um so the slow motion part was the main reason why i got it for the price at the time i could get it for about 200 dollars, and i was like really pleasantly surprised 
And even the 720p, even if it did have 1080p slow motion, if it only had 720p, it's still very good because that's like what the latest flagship devices have, uh, 960 FPS in 720p. But now this thing can record 1080p in slow motion. So for someone like me, and I, I compared it to my iPhone, which shoots uh, 1080p and 240 frames per second, um, gotta say that the image quality is better on this thing, but you also have to keep in mind that when it takes that many frames, like almost a thousand frames on this one and this one 240 frames per second, you gotta also consider that it doesn't have a lot of time to take in light. So it would make sense why this one doesn't shoot as high quality in slow motion. But as I said, like I'm super pleased with this and I'm, I will be using it a lot when summer comes. Um, okay, uh, software. I just wanted to mention a few things. So it's not like uh, stock Android. It's, it's, it's got a couple of Sony software, but the software that you get from Sony is actually pretty handy. For one thing, you get like a video editor which uh, if you're doing blogs or editing videos on your smartphone, uh, like there is no really good uh, iMovie app on Android. The best I can tell, the best I've tested is uh, Cyberlink PowerDirector, but you have to pay for that one, something like $10. And here you get like a built-in uh, video editor and it's really good. Um, and other Sony software that you get is also pretty handy and good. And most of it you can just remove, no problem. But again, it's it's fast. As far as I can tell, this is a very fast Android device. So um, what I don't like, a couple of things. As I mentioned first, the, the sharp edges. Another thing is that it has no fast charging ability. I love the fact that it's USB-C, which is really nice because it's becoming a really nice standard in my opinion, and a lot of others. So I really like that. Um, also, one thing that I did not like, oh, I should also mention that the fingerprint scanner is really, really good. Like, it's on the side here, and it's a good location, first of all, and it, it's really fast to just, it, it, it doesn't fail at all. Like, I would say this is probably even better than on my iPhone, which sometimes fails when you have, like, sweaty fingers this one is actually pretty good and it's really fast i think it's an excellent position for a fingerprint scanner i much more prefer it here than on the back which um which i think that they in the xc2 model it's actually on the back which is kind of sad i think because this is a good location for it but it also has a dedicated camera shutter button which you can like half press which i miss because it used to be very popular back in the day, um, like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, where you had, a, like, a dedicated button for the camera, and now you cannot see it on flagship devices. And on this one, it's still here. So I really like this, and I used it a lot when I was taking pictures. And what I also like about it is when you have it turned off, you can press it, and boom, camera mode instantly. Really like that. And, of course, you can take pictures, and again, you can half-press on stuff, and it will uh, focus on the subject at hand. So I really like that. But uh, there is also a problem with having the fingerprint scanner here and the shutter button here, and it's that this is more of a phone for right-handed people. 
and unfortunately I'm a left-handed person so this works and I can unlock it with my pointing finger no problem I would prefer to unlock it with my thumb so what I've done is basically I've adjusted I've adjusted to this phone and using my right hand but I would have preferred to use my left because I'm a lefty. And also, uh, the software is definitely not for left-handed people. For instance, the camera app, when you have it in landscape mode, um, and you have it like this, as if you were right-handed, then all the icons and everything is, is looking good. <laughs> but when you turn it on, if you flip it, uh, the icons don't flip. Which is weird because the video still turns up uh, in the right position but everything else just looks upside down so that's weird and i was thinking when the new update would come out they would fix this issue but apparently not not enough left-handed people have complained so i don't know maybe maybe that's why they moved the fingerprint scanner to the back because 10 of the population uh the left-handed people did complain i don't know maybe uh, so what else? Um, no, I mean, you know, I love the fact that this is a very neat package. It's not expensive. It's really good quality for this price. It feels really premium. And if I could just change one single thing, seriously, like I wouldn't improve the camera. I wouldn't improve, you know, fast charging or even the right-handed issue you know being left and everything but it would actually be these rough edges that that would be my biggest complaint because you can you can tell that if i'm holding it like this it sort of it will it will it will definitely hurt my soft hands yeah i have soft hands and <laughs> won't cut me up like butter but i'm just saying like they could have made these edges a lot softer um, this looks very nice, very premium and stuff like that, but the design of this thing is not very, it doesn't feel good. That's the way it is. So I know this review was very long and probably very boring. And most of you probably could not stomach to sit, sit through, sit through this entire review. But for those of you who did, uh, thank you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on the Sony XC1 compact. This is my review. And again, if you want me to demonstrate something else like picture samples or slow motion samples, just let me know in the comment section below and uh, I'll do my best to do that for you. That was it. That was really it for me. Catch you in the next one. Take care. Okay, that was it. Hope you enjoyed this video. And if you did, see that like button, smash it. And I got some freakishly awesome videos coming up. Better subscribe so you don't miss a beat. I'll see you later. Peace.